Hello, how is everybody doing today? I have a very special guest today. My friend, Jane Hogan is, well, I'm gonna let her tell you all about who she is because she's pretty amazing. And what really made me think that I needed to get her on here to talk about us or talk with us is that on her website, she has a picture of herself. I think it was back in 2018 where she did a five mile hike to the top of this massive summit. And she made a note in there that just two short years before, she could barely walk. She had so much inflammation and so much joint pain and was just feeling so bad. And she's the kind of person who doesn't sit idly by. Um, she figures things out. <laughs> so listen in because I can't wait for you to meet Jane. You're listening to the Fittest Freedom Podcast, and I'm your host, Kelly Howard. I've been in the fitness and outdoor adventure space for almost two decades. Today, I'm known as the motivation and adventure coach. I help smart, successful women and a few guys navigate the space between mindset, motivation, and movement to move away from self-doubt and to learn to embrace their inner athlete. You already know what you want to do, and I bet you have a pretty good idea what you need to do. Together, we can fine-tune the details and create the steps you need to get moving forward. Think of me as your shortcut to a life of fitness, fun, and freedom. I'm so glad you're here. Jane, thank you so much for being here today. Kelly, thank you so much. And thanks for that sweet introduction. (laughs) (laughs) So true, right? (laughs) One of the things I love, love, love about this podcast is that the people I just get to meet nonstop. It's awesome. So tell me this, like tell everybody a little bit about you and and just dive in like you know you're here to to help us all feel better so just tell us what's going on okay well i'll i'll tell you about where i am now so okay right now i'm call i'm the wellness engineer and i am passionate about helping people release joint pain naturally by letting go of inflammatory foods and thoughts and feelings so they can become empowered creators of their own health but i've i've actually a, a, I was an engineer for 30 years and now I'm in I the love that. space. It's a total, total change. It's wild. Yeah, no, I, I love that. Cause you know, I mean, actually that shows that there's two sides of everything. And mm-hmm. so you've got the analytical side. So yep. you bring that to the table and then you bring the whole functional medicine and looking at root causes and figuring out what's going on. So yeah where would you start like where tell us a little bit about like is it do people have symptoms do they um how would you start working with people and how do we know that this is something that inflammation like okay let me rephrase that because i will tell you everyone tells me they have inflammation right Mm. like i will be talking to somebody and i'll be like oh i've got inflammation and it's because i eat cookies at night or whatever it is (laughs) right but like Everyone tells me they have inflammation. And I'm like, do we all have inflammation? You know, there's a lot of people going around with inflammation, honestly, <laughs> because it's a lot of it's triggered by our lifestyle, uh, the food that we eat, the stress that we're under. We're all carrying a lot of stress a lot of the time. And, um, and our life, just our general lifestyle. I mean, I had no idea really for myself that I was carrying around all this inflammation. And it, it actually came on quite suddenly for me with a stressful event. And I went from being 
totally vibrant and able to do everything. And then within three months being hardly able to walk, couldn't make a fist with my hands, no grip oh strength. Mm, yeah. And really not, not quite understanding what triggered it all. And now I realize there was a whole lot going on and have been going on for a long time that I really didn't realize until, until I had this tipping point. And, uh, and then, well, it, it all came crumbling down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tell us, tell us what causes this, like where we go, just like, like, let's just dive in. Tell yeah. me about how to fix all this and how we know if it's a deal. You know, I think under, now that I've, I'm on this side of it, I really realize that looking back, stress is probably the biggest thing. And we don't even realize that we're carrying a lot of stress just with our lifestyle, with the go, go, go. And with, um, you know, we've got our phones going, we've got notifications going all the time. Not only that, we're stressed, especially as women, we're stressed because we're trying to be perfect. We're trying to do it all. We're trying to be the best mother, the best wife, the best you know, working mom, um, trying to keep our houses nice, trying to decorate, trying to look good. We're, we're just trying to do it all. And we're very, very hard on ourselves. And that creates stress, which then means we're not sleeping as well. It means we don't digest our food as well. And then from that, that's what causes the inflammatory response in a, a lot of cases. Uh, so we get this inflammation happening in our gut because about 70 to 80% of our immune system is in our gut. And when we stop, when, our, when we're not digesting food as well, we can get overgrowth, we can get damage to our intestinal lining, and then food and particles that should never get into our bloodstream get in. And that's where the immune system is there to protect us. And it's getting on an onslaught with all these foreign particles. And that's the start of inflammation for almost so, everything. Okay. This is what they call leaky gut? Yes. Yes. Okay. And so that is the beginning of inflammation? That's the beginning that of most... Oh, yeah, ahead. that's the beginning of most inflammation. So then it will manifest differently in different people depending on their genes. Okay. So that's how we get the variations. But it, most of it starts with a problem with our, our digestion. And, and you may, may not even have digestion symptoms. Like I didn't seem to have any digestive symptoms. And, but I definitely had leaky gut because if you have an autoimmune condition, which is what mine was, it turned out to be rheumatoid arthritis. Um, it, if you have that, then you automatically by default have leaky gut because that's what's triggered the response to have really yeah but even i have since found out that even osteoarthritis is triggered by gut problems as well oh wow okay so so gut problems come from stress they come from not sleeping they come mm -hmm. from what you eat yeah so which one of those do you want to tackle? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, okay. I've talked about stress a little bit and uh, we can talk about afterwards if you want how to, how to mitigate some of these. Yes. yes. Um, I'd love to come back and talk about how to mitigate that. Yeah. So, so I've talked about stress and then of course, when you get stressed, you don't sleep as well. And when you don't sleep as well, you're 
body, your immune system doesn't work as well. You know, all of these things can happen. It's a real cascade because we're connected. It's all connected. And then, um, so a lot of the foods that we eat in our diet now, in our culture, have a lot of chemicals in them, a lot of pesticides. Um, we're taking a lot of medications and all of these things can disrupt our gut health. And I've also found out that um, gluten the protein that's in wheat and uh, rye and barley, that actually causes our intestines to release a, a, a chemical, I guess it's a chemical, that actually makes the intestinal barrier open up. So that's why really? a lot of, yeah, that's why a lot of people have problems with gluten. And then just that one simple thing can really help improve their gut health. And then of course they start to feel better. And the other thing, so let me ask you real quick, if you don't yeah. mind, I'm going to interrupt you. So gluten, I hear about this all the time. Now, mm -hmm. of course I put fingers in my ears because my favorite food in the world is pasta and I'm afraid there's gluten in it. Right. So <laughs> tell me what, what is gluten? Like, is it just a particular part of what we're eating or is it a, a type of everything that we're eating? Where, it's a protein. It's a protein okay. actually that's found in, you know, wheat rye, barley. So it's a protein and it's just a particularly irritating protein for most people. And, uh, and I think compounded then with these other things that we've got going on, like a lot of chemicals coming down there as well and antibiotics. We got a lot of antibiotic in, in the animal's you know, the protein from animals that we eat actually, because they have a lot, if it's a, if it's a factory raised, you know, industrial type of meat, it's going to have a lot of antibiotic. Um, so we, you know, I think it's the compounding of all that. Some people can handle gluten better than others, but for whatever reason, maybe, you know, we're, our stress is higher. So then maybe that's causing problems with our indigestion. And then for some people, then that gluten becomes a problem. And it can alert, it can alert, there's only so many proteins in nature. And of course, we're made up of protein as well. And gluten looks a lot like some of our own body tissue. The, the protein and gluten, for example, is very similar to thyroid tissue. It's similar enough that the immune system can get confused and then sees thyroid tissue and thinks, oh, this is that bad stuff I found earlier, I'm going to attack this. <laughs> so oh, wow. a lot of times I, with autoimmune conditions, the, the, the term that's always used is your immune system is attacking you. When really the immune system is trying to protect us, it's just confused. It's confused because all these strange particles are coming in. Wow. Okay. All right. So I have two questions for you now. So yeah. one of them is just a plain old, I'm now curious for myself. Um, I had a, antibiotics this year. It's the first time I've had antibiotics in, I don't know, like decades probably. And then what I found was a couple of months later, I started noticing I was tired in the afternoon. Mm. I don't get tired. Like, I don't get tired. Um, and I started thinking, could antibiotics create that tiredness? Or is that something else? Because it's the only thing that I was doing different that I could, except for, you know, 
obviously when we're recording this, we're in this whole pandemic thing, which is a lot of stress for everybody. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, I do know there's a lot of stress going on and I, I started eating a lot more vegetables Like, and I eat a lot of vegetables anyway, I'm a vegetarian, but I ate a lot more vegetables, like, you know, the green leafy ones and, and, mm. and I feel better, but I thought, can an antibiotic make you sleepy or tired or lack in energy? Quite possible because, well, if you think about it, antibiotic is made to wipe out all your bacteria, gut flora, right? Yeah. And of course, most people know now that we do have a gut microbiome. We have all these bacteria which evolved with us. We are meant to have them. We need them to live. So we have good we have good bacteria that we need to live. So when you take an antibiotic, of course, it wipes out everything, the good, the bad, everything is gone. And then when you don't have the good back, the bacteria actually breaks down our food for us. Okay. Okay. So, that makes sense. Yeah. So if your food is not getting broken down properly because you've had antibiotic and because you're you know, your gut flora has been wiped out, then, well, of course, then you're not going to get the nutrients. Right. You you're need. not getting the nutrients that you need. Yeah. So, yeah. yep. Okay. Makes yep. total sense. Yeah. Right. So then if you're not getting the nutrients, well, then some of those nutrients are ones that give you energy, right? And so then you may right. have less energy. So it may uh, take a while to build up your, your bacteria again. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got really serious after a little while and, and I feel like my old self to a large degree, but I thought, Oh, that's great. That was a, yeah, that was a funny one. Okay. So let's get back to everyone else instead of just me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, I a lot of people had that same question though. So it's a really like, great question, Kelly. Yeah. It's cause like it is so common to get antibiotics, right? And yeah. Yes. It's just like, well, I'll just take these antibiotics. And I'm always like, no, but Sometimes you, I guess you just need to. So, okay. So we've got gluten and then all the things in our food, um, whether or not we eat organic, is that true? Like even eating organic, do you still get some of the chemicals and pesticides or are you saving yourself some of those problems? Well, hopefully, hopefully we're not, if we're eating organic that, you know, we're not getting those. That's, that is the hope. Um, you know, we may not be getting even, even with organic, we may be missing out on some, uh, essential, um, nutrients because the soils, if the soil has been farmed over and over and over again, then it may not have, for example, the magnesium in the soil, and then the plant won't have the magnesium, and then we don't get the magnesium. But if it's been generally organic is better, and generally if the farm is an organic farm and they're not doing like mass growing, then and it's a small farm, then they're going to have variety. They're going to be rotating their crops. The soil won't get depleted because it's not growing the same crop over and over right. again year after year, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that's sense. why buying from small farms is so much better. Oh, that's cool. Because it, like, mm -hmm. it not only helps them, but it helps us too. Yeah. 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 yeah I like yeah. that. I like that. So, okay. So you work with people. Tell me how you work with somebody. So I haven't gotten a chance to work with you yet. So if, when I, if I was to come in, tell me how you work with me. Well, a lot of people that come to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, it's because they have joint pain and inflammation and they either don't want medications or they want to get off their medications or they're taking medications and it's 
they still have symptoms. So for, for me, and mostly it's people with, with joint pain. And um, so I work with them. We work on their food and, uh, and that's, I like to keep it really simple, Kelly, like eat real food, eat mostly plants and eat lots of good, healthy fats and quality proteins. Like it's really not that hard. It's just, it's a change from how most people are used to eating and change isn't easy, especially when a lot of the food is designed to have, make you crave it. And right. you continue to crave it. And so <laughs> right. getting past that hump is a problem. And that's when having a coach can really help because, well, you need help, right? So that's one of the things we work on. I always work on mindset okay? because without the mindset, without your mind in the right place, it's really hard to get the motivation to make the changes. Like, where do you want to be? Why do you want to make these changes? Why do you want to be free of pain? What's your life going to look like when you're free of pain? And um, I, because stress is, I know, is such a big, Im- big important part of how people got into uh, having joint pain and inflammation, and maybe it's something that they haven't been addressing, I always work on stress as well. So I use a lot of meditation. I use things like affirmations and visualizations, journaling. So I really like for my clients to be open to all of that stuff. And, um, and the other thing is of course, movement movement is, is important as well. And so that's always incorporated. So I kind of, it's, it's different for everybody, but that's generally the overall picture. And I I really like to use meditations where we focus on where you want to be. Because then it helps, it helps, it helps your mind picture where you want to be. It helps you make then the decisions that will get you to where you want to be. And it just, it's, 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 it's not really law of attraction, but it's kind of that thing. When you start focusing on where you want to be, you're more likely to get there. Well, I'm laughing because I think that there's going to be some um, some finger pointing of collusion because I have been talking <laughs> about this so much lately. I'm like, you know, you just have to think about where it is that you want to be because that's going to make, it's going to drive so much. So you're saying that it doesn't matter really what we're doing, um, whether we're trying to get rid of inflammation, feel better, um, change our lives. We have to bring all this stuff into it. We yeah. do. We, we do. do, don't we? And you know, we've only got one life. We got right. to be, I feel like, and, and this is what sort of came to me when I had, when I got all this joint pain and I could hardly move and I was just lying there going, my life could not be meant for this. Like I couldn't, it, it can't be that I waited all these years for the freedom years and here I am not able to walk. Like it can't, it just can't be. And I think I made a decision that, well, I know I made a decision. I made a decision. I have to figure this out. I have to figure this out because I've got a lot I want to do and I'm not, I don't want to be held back. Right. Isn't that so true? Yeah. 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 So that's, and that's what kind of kept me going. And I, I found stories of other people that had healed naturally because I've never taken any medication for this. I don't take 
anything pain really. I take some supplements, but you know, I don't take any pain medications or anything like that. Um, so I found stories so I would be inspired. And that's part of why I tell my story so much is I want people to be inspired and, and believe that they, that they can heal that themselves. it's possible. Yeah. And believe that it's possible. So I started like finding all these stories and then I kept on trying things, trying food. First of all, I was all about the food. And then I was like, oh no, I need lots of sleep too. So I, you know, focus on sleep. And then, then I started realizing, oh, I really need to look at my emotions and my feelings and how all of that is panning out because emotions carry energy and our cells respond to energy. So if we're feeling negative emotions all the time, like I might be saying, yeah, I'm going to eat all this food. Oh gosh, I miss all the, the food I used to have. And this, you know, I, I, you can really carry a lot of negative emotion, even while you're working towards better health. But those negative emotions, are, our cells respond to them and, and they don't want to be in, you know, working well then because they're thinking, well, this is a crappy place. <laughs> I'm just, I'm putting right. a personality on the cells. Yeah, no, but no, they, it's okay. I totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> but they do respond to, they respond to energy because we are energy. And, um, and so they re do respond to our, our thoughts and our feelings because they carry energy. I mean, they can measure energy outside of our physical body. We project energy. And so we need to be careful about the energy that we're, we're projecting to ourselves, to ourselves, and even outside of us. Okay, so let's just go down that rabbit hole for a second because <laughs> I, I haven't really, like, you know, I haven't talked about this much on the podcast. I think I did one, one little podcast on my own where I just talked about, you know, vibration and happiness <laughs> and stuff like that. And I just kind of stopped. So how do, like, so our thoughts, wow, okay, hang on just a second. So thoughts create feelings, feelings create thoughts. Are they all twisted together? How does that work? And how does that affect ourselves? Like, and how does that works, affect us? It works both ways. I mean, a lot of people say, oh, our thoughts create our feelings, our, our thoughts about an event, right? Create our, our feelings. And then our feelings um, create our actions or inactions. And then we get results from that. That's sort of the, the basic, uh, you know, psychology model. But it can also work the other way around that you can create feelings. So, for example, thinking about this future that you want, if you start creating the feelings in your body of how good that's going to feel, then you can actually start to change um, change your thoughts, change your, you can actually change your brain. They, you, you can get into a state right. of coherence between the heart and the brain. And then you're actually directing your future. So how, right. do, how does this work? If yes. we come right back to the, we, we are made of cells, all cells are made of atoms. And this kind of blew my mind. And it's a little, it is a little bit of a mind bender when you think about it, that atoms when they look at the atom, the atom has a nucleus and, and then there's an electron cloud around it. And so if you imagine that that nucleus is about the size of an SUV and the atoms are about the size of a pea. Okay. And they, they are so spread out around that nucleus that the entire thing is about the size of the state of Washington. 
Washington State. Okay. So there's a lot of space. There's a lot of space in there because most of the mass is in that nucleus. The rest is just these electron clouds. So there's a ton of space in there. And that space is not nothing. It's energy. Okay. okay. So imagine this little SUV sitting in the state of Washington and all is energy around it. That's like the size of the atoms, which make up our cells, which make up everything, actually. So, so really, everything is energy. So, so we've got the little SUV, got the big state of Washington. State of Washington is basically energy. And um, so what we're doing is that when we're thinking positive thoughts, we're stimulating that energy in a particular way. Yes. Yep. Yep. My understanding, my understanding is that. So we really need to be and careful. Wait, I have to say one thing though real quick because yeah. you say your understanding, right? And, and there is probably someone listening right now who's going, BS, BS, BS. <laughs> but, but think about it. Like what if, does it really matter? Like does it really matter? Because as long as you're excited and you're stimulating yourself however you do, right? And you're getting your energy in the right direction. You're getting your vibration up. You're making your cells move in a positive way. It doesn't really matter if we don't have the science exactly right, does it? Because in the end, we're winning no matter yeah. what's going on. Well, I, I, the science is right. Like I, it's not, I don't think that model of the, uh, the atom is disputed right now. Um, but yeah, like, do we even need to know that? As you said, we know that when we feel better, we do better. We live better. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Right. I love this. Thank you. <laughs> so, so when you're working with clients, you're talking to them about, well, you're talking to them about how they're feeling about themselves. And, and I know, like, I know from very, very close personal um, friends that when they're in actually rheumatoid arthritis, two different friends of mine, when they're in that state of rheumatoid arthritis, um, it's really hard mm-hmm. to, to shift, it right? Is. Because you're in pain. You just yeah. hurt. Yeah. And you really couldn't give a flying flip about happiness at that moment in time. Like you're just mm-hmm. hurting. So, so you, I'm guessing, this is just wild guess, but my wild guess is that if you can chip away at a little bit of that, like mm-hmm. you chip away with getting them to meditate so that they're everything settles down, yeah, um, changing the way they eat, getting them moving more, then all of a sudden everything starts shifting, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, and and it's not always easy. And you're exactly right that sometimes my clients say like, I can't say. I feel wonderful today when I don't feel wonderful today. So I actually have this tool that I use called thought swaps. So, and I know some of these thoughts that people have when they're feeling crappy um, and I have a little swap for them. So it's not like now it's all roses and roses and everything. <laughs> unicorns. <laughs> yeah. So it's something like, you know, my body, if they're having a thought, like my body's just letting me down. 
then a better thought is my, my body's confused. It needs my help. Oh, okay. That's powerful. Really powerful. It's a, it's a huge shift. And even, um, like I still have flares sometimes and I'll say to myself, and I had to do this a couple of weeks ago. I, I ate at a restaurant and I had flares afterwards. I was really like all of a sudden one day I could hardly hold a pin. I thought, what is going on? And I said to myself, okay, what would I tell my clients? (laughs) Okay. I'm having a flare. I've had a flare before. I know how to get out of this. My body is sending me signals and this is its way of talking to me and I need to listen. So that's the kind of thing like turn it around so that you're proactive. You're being proactive in, um, in getting past it and changing, trying to change your thoughts. So sometimes it's just, it's, it's reaching for a better feeling thought, not necessarily right. going right to the top of the vibrational right. scale, it's like right? like a stair step, right? Yeah. Yeah. But the main thing is, uh, is understanding that you are always in a position of power. Oh, okay. And that's a totally different way. Tell us how that works. Well, it's so easy to feel like a victim when it feels like Mm -hmm. it's happening to you. It's happening to you. So like one simple phrase just changed a lot for me. And that is, this is happening for me. And when you're really pissed off and you're in pain and this is happening that, for me, why like is when it I, happening? Oh, okay. Is it because, so, and I'm, because I'm playing I, devil's advocate here for a second. Oh yeah. Perfect. Like, no, this is great. So this is happening for me. So if I, if I was in that situation and I was feeling awful and I had to tell myself, this is happening for me, mm. what would be, what would be the piece that takes me just past that? Like if it's happening for me, why? Why is it happening for me? Well, we get into a state of pain <clears throat> because either our emotions have taken us there or perhaps, like I said, it's a physical thing and our body's physically responding. So that's, that's the signal. The signal that we get is the pain. And so to address it, we need to look at, well, what's causing the pain? So that's what's, what I mean about putting us in a power position. The empowerment is, I, you know, something in my environment created this, and I can, I can change it. I can choose it, to change it. This is yes. happening for me because now I can look around and yeah. see what I have, did wrong or what, not maybe wrong is not the right word, but what I did that, yeah. that shifted things, and yeah. now I can change it, and I can yeah. take my power back. Take the power back. Yeah. Because really all of this pain and illness is, is a gene genes that get turned on. So it's genes of illness getting expressed and genes. They they found out when they did the human genome project, I forget what year it was. I think it was like 1990 or something like that, that only 2% of our genes, or actually less than 2% of our genes are responsible for permanent coding. The rest of our genes can switch on, switch off, or express, or not express is really? the term they use. Yeah. And what makes them express or not express is the environment. And the environment, it's everything. Like it's our thoughts, it's our feelings, it's what we eat, it's the air we breathe, it's the water, it's what's on our skin. All these things are our environment. And for the most part, we've got a lot of control over our environment, which I think puts us in a real power position. 
So right. when we are when we are experiencing pain or illness, we are actually it's a response to our environment. So our job is to figure out what is it in the environment that's causing it. <laughs> is it right. stress? Is it the food? Yeah. Is it what is it? That's why that's where I bring my engineering skills back in because it's like problem solving and figuring stuff out. Oh, so that's perfect. Like you, you just brought it all back home because that that is exactly what's going on, right? When mm -hmm. when you realize something's not right, yeah. then you just have to find. What's Figure it working. out. <laughs> Figure it out. Yeah, and it is. It is just a few things, really, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's, I think now that I realize, well, I, I kind of knew that it, that stress had caused it for me. And I know for a lot of people, they'll say they'll have a stressful event and then, you know, they'll have this onset of symptoms, quick onset. So I knew for me it was stress. So I kept on saying like, if it's stress, why can't I just turn it off? The stress is gone now. But I really had to look at it, 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 the, the stress I had in that leading up to it was was that, but it was a lot of stuff I've been carrying for a lot of years. And as I said, I carried a lot of, I was like a lot of women being a perfectionist, um, always trying to do everything for everyone, being the best mother. And I'm really happy that I was a you know, good mother. Like being the mother was, uh, was the most important thing to me, but I was trying to juggle it all, like my engineering career and, and being a mother and being a wife and doing things and just trying to do it all and trying to, trying to be perfect. And where does that come from? I really had to look at, well, where did that come from? <laughs> so I, I do see this now as a real gift. I do see that it happened for me. Mm -hmm. because I needed to, I needed a wake up call on all this. So if somebody wants to lower their stress, mm -hmm. you've suggested better sleep. You've suggested meditation, journaling, visualizing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is there like, like one of the things that you're talking about is that we do all the things right like yeah we are, and that seems like a lot at once yes it does seem like a lot at once so is there a way that you work with your clients to have them start removing some of those things without feeling like they're letting someone down along the way hmm um i don't know that i do it exactly like that but i think start talking about it's time. And I think a lot of the women that come to me know it is time mm -hmm. for them to it's do time something. To quit hurting. Time it's to time to put themselves first. Uh, so I don't know that I need to sell them on, on that part, but I think it, people in general, um, maybe that might be a little bit harder for them to take, but I do have a really simple technique that if if anyone's feeling like a little overloaded, like why or where do I even start? Well, first of all, drink lots of water. I'm sure you talk about that. Most people aren't drinking enough water. Um, you know, start there. Start trying to eat real food, like not from a box, but real food more often. Just 
you know, more, more often than you did before, (laughs) just improve, right? So making progress and not trying, not, not perfection. And then another really simple thing is if you can just do it once or twice a day to focus, slow down your breathing, focus on your heart. You can even touch your heart. I'm doing right now and, uh, and focus on what you're gra- what you're grateful for. Focus on just being in, in this moment, what you're grateful for and just breathe into your heart slowly, deeply. And if you can just do that, like three, three breaths, two or three times a day, it's just going to help calm everything right down. And when you, when you get your stress lower down a little bit, then that's going to help you. It's going to help you sleep better. It's going to help you digest food better. It's going to help your immune system work better. So that is huge. That's a great place to start. I, you know, it is huge. And it seems so simple. I know. People sometimes think that it is too easy. Yeah. It's probably one of the easiest things that we can do. That's yeah. so effective. Yeah, it's really effective. Yeah. And and another thing I talk about as well is just slowing down when you're eating. It's yeah. kind of the same thing. Yeah. Slowing down, feeling grateful for your food, chewing thoroughly, taking in all of the aromas. I mean, when you're in that, you're in the moment, right? And that is another way to just bring that stress down. Turn off the devices and television and the news <laughs> while you're eating. Talk to the people that are with you. So that is, a, actually, that's what I often say is the starting point is just focus on how you're eating and slowing down and being calm while you're eating. Wow. You know, so simple, so true, and so overlooked. <laughs> yeah, I know. You, you know, in engineering, it was always like the simplest solution was always the best solution. Mm-hmm. And it's no different with us and with our health and, and the way we live. Simple right. solutions are powerful. And they when we powerful. do them, when we make them start making them consistent. Yep. Yep. It creates that foundation that everything works with so much nicer and it's always funny because i think that that probably what made me find you is that lately i've noticed so many of the people that i work with and interact with that i'm around they all have the somewhere in their conversation about simplicity and i think it's such a great conversation for everybody to be having right now it like, is. It is. Simplify yeah. things. And a lot of people, and uh, well, people are having a lot of different, different types of experiences with this, with COVID. But some people are saying they're really enjoying the simplicity. Right. The way life is slowing down and they're focusing more on being home. <laughs> not, ev- not everyone is finding that experience, <laughs> but a lot of people have, have mentioned that, that they are enjoying the simplicity of of life yeah yep it's good for us to have a chance to just slow down just a little bit because we do um we do seem to race okay thank you so much is there anything else that you would like to um pass on to the listeners before we wrap up today because i normally don't make people stay with me this long but i've just enjoyed chatting with you so long that i just (laughs) wanted to just check and see anything else 
It's been a great conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, if, if anyone would like to uh, get my little download that I've got for those three steps while you're eating, they can go to janehoganhealth.com. Oh, it's not so simple. Subscribe dash while dash eating. <laughs> okay. And I've got that for the show notes. So okay. Definitely put that in the show notes. And if you, um, if you don't want to scribble that down, don't worry. We've got you covered. Um, it'll be in the newsletter too. And also in your URL is every, how do they find you? Is it best through the website or? Oh yeah. Jane Hogan health. You? janehogenhealth.com and then I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Jane Hogan Health. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here today. You were brilliant. Brilliant. And oh. I really appreciate it. Kelly, this has been so fun. I love talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Thanks. And thank you guys for listening. Have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening today. I truly appreciate you being here. If you're ready to make a change in your fitness, to transform, or even to deep dive into what you need to be doing to get ready for your next dream adventure, I'd love to talk. I have space on my calendar for a few one-on-one clients, and I have a very special offer only for my podcast listeners. Go to fitisfreedom.com forward slash ready for details. If you're ready to take action on your dreams, I would truly love to work with you. Once again, that URL is fitisfreedom.com forward slash ready. I can't wait to connect and I'll see you on the next episode. Have a wonderful, wonderful week and bye for now. See you.